Who thought counting could be cool? Here we go. Join Andrew Wolf and Brad Salmeida. Our mission, make accounting fun. Follow us as we chat with amazing guests every Friday. Are you ready? Woohoo! Woohoo! As you may have noticed. Hey, where, where is everybody? <laughs> yes, where is everybody? We, we are maybe missing one or two guests tonight. Um, we're hoping Jeff will still join us. Um, maybe a, a bit of a mix-up. Um, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he may still join us before the hour is up. Um, but it's funny because, um, you know, we, were, we had this amazing uh, guest planned for tonight, Jeff Cates who everyone in the community knows and loves as the former president of Intuit Canada. And in fact, just as I was literally posting this, Brad, you know, what came up is the memory from the, literally the last time we saw Jeff Gates. It's in, in my memories right now. You got that memory. You got the I decompression got the party from yes. QuickBooks Connect Toronto 2019. Yes, 2019 seems so long ago and it was a year ago. So everybody, for the 10, 11 of you that are watching right now, everybody start tagging Jeff Gates. Where are you? Because he was supposed to join us today. Um, we know how these things go. Uh, you know, maybe he's busy, got wrapped up. I, I think we should have put the check in. The, um, we should have e-transferred him the money <laughs> yes, rather we, than we mailing the e check. Him. Maybe he was waiting for the, the check to clear. limited budget of Friday Night Live, the check would have been all of about three cents. Um but, um, you know, uh, we're hoping he will still join us and it's still a possibility. And I think, you know, we got lots of stuff to talk about because um, yeah. I wanted to talk about some of the stuff that is related to, to what Jeff is now doing at his new organization that he's working on, um, which is, you know, all about employee motivation. Well, so I was going to ask you about that, Andrew. Um, you mentioned offline that you did a little bit of homework and read up on it. Jeff is the CEO of it's Achievers, correct? Achievers, yes. yes. And so, what what is Achievers all about? And and um, Mr. Cates, if you happen to see this later, you're at our mercy right now. Just think of the PR possibilities. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Opt in, please, please, please. We're begging. No. Yeah, uh, we'll, um, we'll be okay, but we will have some fun with it. Yeah, we know you don't make it. Sport, we we understand, but we are going to bust your balls while you're not here. That's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> But no, Achievers is, is um, you know, it's not really meant for organizations of my size, but like there's companies like McDonald's that are using a big, massive organization. Really? Something that big, like McDonald's Canada is their client. Oh, I, I think it's, yeah. And I, I wasn't sure if it was McDonald's Canada or McDonald's International. I think it was actually literally like McDonald's proper, like the whole organization. Wow. But I was looking at some testimonials from, from, um, from literally a number of mega corporations, McDonald's being one of them. And, and really what it's about is this idea of patting your employees on the back, but being able to do that publicly, right? And have really? um, a platform where you can acknowledge your teammates and your other teammates can see this praise. Because, you know, I'm sure people do that all the time. They send an email, great job, thank you so much, was much appreciated. And, and you want to share that. that yeah, hey. you want to share that. And, and it's funny, like I literally was mentioning it to my employees tonight. Um, not my teammates tonight and talking about, Oh, he's, he's made it. He's made it. There he is. <laughs> we'll give him a second to dial in, but I was, I was mentioning uh, it to my team. <laughs> <laughs> he got my text saying dial in on an iPhone. He's probably out somewhere. Yeah, he is. He's out there. I'm not sure. Hi Jeff. <laughs> hey buddy. Did we oh, wake we, you? We, <laughs> we, oh no, we woke him. <laughs> we'll give him a second to dial in. But I, I mean, this, this concept of patting people on the back and making it, publicly um um visible it's i think really interesting i mean we're doing it right now in teams I, I, like they've got this praise functionality hey jeff how you doing buddy hi buddy hey how you merry doing christmas, my friend merry christmas sorry you late, guys it's oh, almost it's right. a year we're... to the day since yeah. you came to our party up on the the penthouse suite there that was a great a year time to the day like how is that even possible that we have all gone a year without Karma. seeing each other. Well, <laughs> it's, it's just, it just doesn't, it, it's so alien because. And what a year it's been. <laughs> yeah. But we've always been used to seeing each other at a conference or two throughout the year, whether it be in San Jose and even, you know, Jeff, you've been, you, you've been out of the Intuit sphere for a while, but we still managed to see you and keep in touch. And 
all of a sudden the whole world is virtual. So how you been? I'm doing well. Yeah, I tell you, I miss um, I miss the face to face in general of uh, of connections, but I certainly miss this group a lot. And yet it seems like uh, the community continues to thrive and stay connected. I watch the Facebook groups and um, connected to a few folks just through social circles. Um, and it seems like uh, you, you've been able to keep keep that kindred spirit and that tribes uh, tribes mentality, which has been fantastic to see. Well, you're a you, big part of creating it though, Jeff. Absolutely. We, you yeah, know, we, well, we look back at people who are very influential in creating the QuickBooks community, but you know, I'm one thing I've noticed is that it goes beyond QuickBooks. I've got to know people from other ecosystems as well that have the like-minded sort of mindset, but into it did such a great job of building community and building tribe. And when people ask me, you know, about it and I get into it, haha, get into it, get it. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's uh, Brad and yourself and uh, Scott Cook. I look at those, you three individuals and think, wow, you know, you're a big part of creating this sense of, of, of community that just transcends product and software and all the stuff that you're selling. It's all about community. And it, I think it's got a life of its own. You just, you just mentioned that. Yeah, I, um, it's interesting in the sphere that I'm in now, which is um, HR tech, um, I talk a lot about how we build community and the power of when you bring like-minded people together that have a spirit of learn together and um, setting aside competitive nature to be able to share best practices and in the service of our clients, it was really, really special. And I think HR has that same, um, I think mindset that, that we'll call it cloud accounting. I'm not sure I can say counting in general, but cloud accounting had um, of innovation and where people will come together and, and do things on behalf of both companies and employee experience. And so I'm always looking at how can we take that like same things that we did and now parlay that over into this other sphere. So I, I talk about the community a lot and and some of the things that we build i mean in, in reality we we kind of connected uh originally with events um but then started moving that to the digital world and um we really just played a facilitator role once once the community started going and people found each other and people like both of you started playing a facilitator role and engaging and making it warm and welcome. I mean, it just took off. And then we're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, so I'm trying to take those same principles um, and bring it over. We've got a, a neat, neat experiment we're doing now around employee resource groups. Because we know that employee resource groups have a, a meaningful impact in helping connect employees and help them make, uh, make them feel like they belong in an organization. And so we've been working on how can we help bring the community of different employee resource groups from different companies together and be able to inspire them, be able to educate them, be able to enable them to share best practices, tools, assets, things like that. But really in, in reality, I mean, what we're just trying to do is replicate what, what we did um, back with the, the QuickBooks communities. Yeah, well, I think it's, it's, you guys somehow had a vision and it was, like, you know, typical leader, you know, giving away all the credit to other people, um, sign of a true leader, right? But it, you guys were, you guys were the incubators, right? It, Brad and I would not have had the opportunities to connect with the community and build the relationships that we had if it weren't for you guys putting us in the right spots, connecting us to the people, making us feel like rock stars and, and making us feel like we could come out of our shells and be comfortable Definitely. in who we were and, and just share openly and, and whether that was through accountants council whether that was through you know um you know events like san jose, san jose. well you, you know I, I think back to a conversation i had with brian tritt when i went to my first connect in in 2015 and i said you know why me like why am <laughs> i here I, I this is awesome i'm not complaining but why and he just looked at me in classic brian tritt fashion and said brad why ask why 
That sounds very Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I just extorted yeah. out. There is no Yoda. Try, to, but it was, um, you know, I, I got it, you know, um, just how influence does get created. And, you know, he just saw something there. And that's kind of how you guys look throughout the community. And you look for people who you see something in them. It's not like there's a cookie cutter out there, you know, people that rise above in our community and get the opportunity to, to be, you know, a vis- little more visible. They're all different, but there's a common thread there. There's that passion for helping people and being around other people. Um, sh- you, you mentioned it earlier, sharing, you know, it's not co-op um, um, competition. And I just, blurted out what I was going to say. And you said this mm-hmm. right from the stage in Toronto, it's cooperation. Mm-hmm. That was a word you threw out there. And I've never forgotten that. And that's okay, really, that, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> put a TM there, get a t-shirt. It is about cooperation, <laughs> right? It's, yeah. you know, we, we are technically all competing, but we don't act that way. You know, we're always looking for ways to help others. And if there's some work comes along that just doesn't quite fit the way that we roll, find somebody. I, I tell my clients that every single day or prospects that if I can't find someone that, or if I can't do it, I'm going to find someone who can. And yeah. that is the spirit of what we're all about in the worldwide yeah, I think, community. I think that's, um, you know, that's a sign of innovation. When, when you have disruptive innovation, people come together they, to learn and they have a different mindset right? Because they see the world in a different way. Before, I think, cloud accounting, um, people viewed it as, hey, we're in the city together, you know, and it's going to be you or me. Um, and right. And so it was just a very, you know, just some a people very still different... think that way. Well, sure. Well, yeah. Isn't that zero sum yeah. game? Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Whereas so we, we, we subscribe to rising tide, which is different. Exactly. But it takes innovation to do that, right? If uh, once innovation stops, then everybody kind of goes to their corners. But when you have rapid innovation, then then that just fosters that that mindset. And it reminded me a lot what we were going through of what what I've read about the technology boom in the Valley back when that occurred, like um, Bill and Dave, you know, back from the HP era, even things like, you know, helping jobs. Um, out to get his company started. It's like, well, you know, who would do that? You know, you're helping a competitor. Who and knew? by Bill, you're referring to Bill Campbell? No, no. Um, Bill and Dave Hewlett and Packard. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who you spent 15 years with. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And so, but just listening to their story and, and that of the Valley, it was all about, you know, everybody's, you know, the, the, the world is growing and we're all in it together and, and helping each other. And to me, that that same innovative spirit is, is what we saw in cloud accounting. And I think we'll see it anywhere where you have disruptive technology, where people are coming to um, coming together to do something that's really meaningful, you know, where technology is really making a meaningful impact in society. Um, I think you'll always find that, that mindset of learn together and, and cooperation. Well, and, and the power of us as a community is so immense. And like, you know, as I was saying to Brad, before you joined us, I, totally socially stalked you as I do most of our guests before this. And I was going through, you know, all the, um, I do all the booking and Andrew does all the research. Yeah. I do all that really nice. well. Um, so I was of course stalking your product and looking at some of the product reviews and, you know, when you talk about that, you know, some of the reviews and, and they were talking about how you get that extra value out of your team by, you know, rewarding and sharing, uh, you know, positive feedback, we get that in our community when we support each other, right? Yeah. We're not a McDonald's, right? We, most of us here, as you know, from our community and you, you moved from the Intuit world where it was small business to, to now achievers, which is dealing with much larger organizations. But what we're getting in, in our community is what these large organizations are now fostering with tools like achievers. Right. Sure. When we're out there on our Facebook group saying, Hey, great job, Brad. You know, it's amazing that you've, you've picked up this new technology or whatever it is, patting each other on the back in social environments. It gives us that little like boost, that motivation that we need that drives us a little bit further. And 
so many of us in our in our community are one man shops, right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm blessed to have a team, but there's so many people in this community that are just literally one man organizations, and they don't have anyone in there out there patting them on the back saying good mm-hmm. job. Yeah, good point. It, effectively we're getting that in our community in our facebook channels and our in our twitter channels and you know you know even those people who've moved on to tiktok and instagram and all these different places and that is largely thanks to the mindset that you guys had of putting us together which you know from an intuit uh, perspective was probably you know was definitely win-win right you know it, it had a mutual sure. benefit it was helping yeah. the community it was helping the organization but i think that's this this concept of of you know brad and i subscribe to a rising tide raises all ships and yeah. that when we work together as a community we are helping everyone to succeed further and that is so innate and obvious to so many people in this cloud accounting world and so many of our friends and your friends jeff but it's not the way that i grew up with and that's what like was revolutionary to me when I was introduced to this community and introduced to you, Jeff, um, and and introduced to all the amazing people um, in our community. And it was like everyone, even you, who was like literally the president of of Intuit Canada, like the biggest the biggest technology partner that I had, the biggest organization. You'd sit down and have a drink with me, like you were just. One of the guys, you know, hanging out, you're here with us tonight. Just you were at our level and you were connecting with us, giving us pats on the back and, and not only giving us pats on the back. I think one of the big things I, I, I took away from achievers is it's not just about patting people on the back. It's about listening, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's about listening and acknowledging. And that's what you guys did a really amazing job. Um, and that's so easy to say, yeah, yeah, I, I could have done that. You know, it was you guys who did it, but that is completely atypical for large organizations as i'm sure you're now experiencing as you start to deal with these you know you're because you're probably now helping hundreds of of uh of mid-sized to large large firms Uh where they they maybe historically have not been doing a great job and now achievers is changing that for them but that's rare and it's been rare in the accounting world um and the i i just want to first of all take a minute to thank you um, for what you've done for me and my business, um, the relationships that you've you've created for me in my life. Uh, I mean, what we're doing tonight wouldn't be wouldn't exist if it literally were not for you introducing me to Brad in uh-huh. San Jose. The the way that you also made me feel valued when I came out to the Mississauga office and I sat down with you guys, and I might have had these crazy off the wall ideas like an office. Yeah, but you guys, you know, you listened, you made me feel valued, you made me feel heard. And um, I don't know if you guys realize how much of an impact that has on us. Um, but I, I think I'm speaking for many, 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 many people when I say thank you very much for all that you have done for us. Oh, that's thank awesome. I, I, agree. I really appreciate appreciate you saying it. And, um, you know, I started off as a small business owner. And although I had a couple of partners, uh, I remember what we struggled through and you don't get a lot of energy unless you get it from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, um, you know, small business success really matters to me. Um, and, and part of why I was so passionate about the bookkeeping and the accounting community was because it was a multiplier effect on other, helping other small businesses. Um, but on top of that, virtually, you know, everybody in that community is a small business. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it, it's quite phenomenal, you know, Brad, I think, well, both of you had talked a lot about the tribe and how, you know, some of your quotes, Andrew, you know, helping, thank you for helping me find my tribe. Um, thank you for helping me find my voice. And, um, you know, these are, these are all things that, of course, are incredibly humbling. Um, and at the same time, you know, we just connected people together and they did what they did. And, you know, we just, we just kind of played our part, but yeah, it's so we, we were, are we uh, parts of a big experiment or you guys are just because <laughs> I do remember yeah. my first year in San Jose um, when we went to the we went to the mothership in Mountain View and we had some exercises going on and there were you know cameras above but they didn't they didn't but they didn't even hide that they said look we're, we're gonna observe um, and it, that made that made total total sense that was a lot of fun. <laughs> 
design yeah. for delight, yeah. right? That was uh, that was a fun day. I think we had Nicolette Mori as yes. as our moderator. Yeah, yeah, she was amazing, and she was our moderator. And every table kind of had a moderator. We were all brainstorming, doing things, and it was that was a lot of fun. I think I had Jeannie Whitehouse at my table too. So nice, you know, never yeah. never a dull moment when Jeannie's Here's the there. Thing is like what's what was so amazing about those events. I, I think back to our very first years going down there. Um, and we would be sitting at tables with people who I now know are such legends and such huge people who've been around the QuickBooks community well before QuickBooks Online, who were absolute legends. And never, ever, ever did anyone make me feel like I was inferior, I didn't have anything to contribute. And this is, I think, the thing that is so special about our community is the way we bring everybody in we recognize that everybody has value no matter what level they are along their journey. Yeah. 100%. And, and, and it's so true because I mean, how many times have you sat down with someone who is maybe newer to cloud accounting than we are, but they're played around with a new piece of technology that you haven't played around with. And you're like, Oh, that's really interesting. And yeah. You know, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I and remember that, the, sort of the, the dinner we had in San Jose, um, the Canadian dinner, in 2015, uh, I was sat with Ron Baker. I had no idea who Ron was. I, I had seen yeah. him on stage <laughs> in the morning and yeah. there he was and, I, and he looked familiar and everyone's, hey, Ron, so good to see you. And then I, you know, I put two and two together after the fact. And, you know, Andrew, to your point about, you know, the guy's a legend in our field and he's, yeah. he's a certified <laughs> rock star and a celebrity. But he's just an everyday guy from Northern California, and he was more interested in what I was up to, and he had tons of questions about, about Alberta and Canada and, and just a wonderful person. So beyond just the participants, the pro-advisor community, it's, it, you know, I always told even the app partners and the speakers and everyone that participated in these events, we were all kind of, no one was above everyone else. There's the odd person out there ego might get in the way and you never see names. them at a, <laughs> I wasn't naming names, but uh, you know, there's a hat, there's a small handful of people that are just go there and you can tell that they're more in it for themselves, but they are rock stars in their own right. They've done a lot of things, but at the same time, everyone else, you know, fit right in. And I know a lot of our app partners would say, you know, they, they're like, oh, you guys are the customers. We'll just sit back. It's like, you guys are family too. Get over here and hang out with us, you know? And uh -huh. I love that part of it. And app partners tell me this all the time that QuickBooks events were always the most fun for them because uh -huh. of that, just feeling so welcome. And it all comes, you know, starts at the top. So, yeah, you know, I, uh, I remember that dinner, that, that Canadian dinner where, um, uh, uh where we kind of brought everybody together and it was, uh, it was so cool. I mean, that was the, I think that was probably the first um, QuickBooks San Jose event that we had. Um, it was actually the second one. Was it second? Yeah, yeah. we, we, yeah, Andrew and I missed out on the first one. And when it was that they had the five year pins. I think it was the first out. one the Canadians oh, were yeah. invited, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, Julian's got a five year pin. Marnie <laughs> oh, Stretch has a, has a five year, had a five year pin. We were only at four years, so right. Um, but so you when know, Ron, Ron was there, and I think we had the live live CA guys there. Yeah, and they yeah. were they were just totally geeking out, like, "Oh my god, I'm here for Ron." <laughs> yeah. uh, Ryan yeah, Lazanis, that, that's where I met Ryan as well. So yeah, yeah. I yeah. had no idea who anyone was or where they were from. I literally knew two people before I got there, and that doesn't include Brian Trick, because he's the one that ultimately uh, introduced me to the community. Um, Jeff Borshua was one of them. I had known oh, Jeff yeah, for yeah. years, long before I came into this, into yeah. this community. He's been very influential on my on my career in many ways. And um, Rachel Fish, who certified yeah. me in QuickBooks Online, QuickBooks Online Advanced. She's she's a mentor. She's a friend. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure if you're aware or not. She's not at Sage anymore. She had, she's got this. She's starting somewhere in January. Um, but she's doing some work with WagePoint and doing other things right now. Oh, great. Awesome. So it was, you know, to know that Rachel, what, you know, when, when I, I reached out to Rachel, I said, I just got invited to San Jose. What is it? <laughs> and she's like, 
you got invited? Like, how come you got invited? Like at first she was a bit surprised, but she goes, oh no, it's great. That's a huge honor and you're going to have a lot of fun. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting myself into. So it was just those two people. And yeah. then boom, you know, it just exploded. Yeah. And my social life changed, my whole outlook, my whole business changed. Because if you recall, I just dropped every other label that I supported and I went all, you all drank in the green. Kool-Aid. <laughs> I drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. And Andrew, you weren't much different. We've compared notes a few times. We were both from a world where I was pretty zero back then. You guys yeah, yeah, you're more zero than I, yeah. but I, I had my I still, you know, I had my zero certification and, and it's great product, but I really was struggling. I had this conversation, oh, a month before maybe I went to San Jose. Um, I have a, a monthly networking event called Beer and Wings. Unfortunately, it's been put on hold for the pandemic. But I was uh, before I had the Beer and Wings, this friend of mine in the community here, um, she's a marketing whiz. Um, we decided we, we never sat down and, and compared notes um, and get to know each other a little bit better. So we had a meeting before the networking event. And and she got me to focus on what it is. She says, Brad, I don't understand what it is you do. You're sort of you're doing this and you're doing that. You're doing this. You got to find something that makes you passionate and yeah. build a niche around it. And I was like, what is it? She goes, I can't <laughs> tell you. Like, how can I tell you that you are you? So, um, you know, San Jose came and went and all of a sudden I reached out to her and goes, I found it. And that's when I knew that my niche was going to be QuickBooks. It still is to this day. It's a decision I made I have no regrets. I have nothing against the other products out there. They're fantastic. There's some fantastic competing products, but by narrowing my niche and narrowing my message and, and narrowing, you know, the passion around it, that's exactly what she told me I needed to find. And as if by magic, it happens. So yeah, it's, it's funny how these things work out, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Some of my favorite moments, um, uh, Alan Doyle, photo bombing the uh the picture with chris fudge in the back yeah. <laughs> uh so great to see chris doing so well um still at into it i mean he's just such a he's such a rock star we had we had him on a few months ago and that yeah, was that was a fun fun night <laughs> oh yeah 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 he's he's fun I, I miss him i miss our morning runs um uh, some crazy guy on like a hoverboard trying to go down an escalator. <laughs> I'll never forget when I told you that, Jeff. You had this look <laughs> on your face of concern. And then you, 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 it was like, I'm the boss here. This is my event. But you laughed. And, yeah. and you're like, you, you said, and we're allowed to swear. He told you me said, he was okay. You yeah. said yeah. something like, fuck, covered that. <laughs> yeah, at first you went, fuck, Andrew. And then you kind of laughed. And Sarah Connor, when she filmed that, she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're going to do it. But she was filming it. And and yeah, that was, that was uh, quite the moment. We've actually... Um, we, obviously the video lives and there's also the, the classic footage andrew you remember this at the toronto convention center and when andrew went down the so just for those of you who don't know quickbooks connect toronto a few years back andrew had his hoverboard and he thought what would happen if i tried to take this thing on an escalator please do not do this at home don't do it at home he got on the escalator and then right away the thing took off not with him on it it went down on its own it was like kaboom 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 well, it and was it, the noise, the sound. It resonated like through the whole <laughs> conference hall. And then the entire T-Seeds team, who is at their booth, look, they're all looking over the edge, like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I got photos of them all, like, what the heck just happened? And once they quit, it was just um, laughter, so. But hey, if you, you don't take risks, you don't get rewards. <laughs> I'm not sure what you hope to gain from yeah. that one. But it okay, was, the rewards are probably you pretty You go with that one, Andrew. You go with that one. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter. Yeah, I, just, was, I just had to laugh. I mean, that's the whole thing, though, is like, it's just, um, you know, the, 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 the whole way that like I literally like you, you make a fool out of yourself in public and it's on Facebook live and but yeah you know what everyone just you know is still laughs long with you not at you yeah. I hope <laughs> um, and it was still you know it was a great experience and 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 that's the whole thing is like the experiences that you guys created for us um, were so truly memorable and I mean I think this has been such an unusual year 2020 with with what people have have gone through and 
you know, all the businesses that struggled. And, and we are so fortunate that you guys had set us on this path to being digital. Um, yes. I literally had, so I had my Christmas party tonight, um, which we did 100% through Zoom. Um, which was a whole new experience, right? We've, we've always, you know, gone out and rented a place and done a proper Christmas yeah. party. And we did our, our Christmas party on Zoom this year, um, which surprisingly was a lot of fun. We, you know, sent everyone out a, a gift card for Uber Eats and, you know, which I learned a little tip from Rachel Clark who taught me that little nice, you know, touch. Uh, and, yeah, you know, uh, Jeff, just something so unexpected. You know, yeah, and, just uh, so you know, Jeff, we had um, uh, the BC event uh, the Get Connected Vancouver event was all ready to go in Vancouver. It was going to be almost a carbon copy of that event um, a few years back. Where um, do you remember when um, Michelle Romano was running a bit late, and and your team came running up to me and Andrew and uh, Melanie yeah, Sch yeah. Schroeder yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and and Tamitha, and it was like you guys were on stage in five minutes. Yeah, and panel. we went up there and had a panel discussion. <laughs> Um, I can't remember what my point was. Your point I was that she, she, they, they, they had oh, this virtual event, yeah, and yeah. when we came in for the virtual of, event, instead of instead of the BC arrived event. on the day of the event, uh, an Uber Eats virtual yes. gift card. Um, yeah, they wanted people that? to get their lunch. Um, and yeah. li they sent little boxes out with with swag and some other treats in it. Yeah. and it, 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 you know, you know, obviously, you know, Rachel. Happened. Rachel yeah. is 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 one of the most amazing event planners yeah, out there phenomenal. yeah so that was you your know hire, wasn't it jeff yeah well what happened was uh thrive i think it was either the big tax event or her thrive right that was you, right that was the, yeah the first renditions and then her mom said hey i i want to come meet you i have some ideas uh for the event so of course i said sure yeah you know come on in and uh we met you know she how said, rare yeah, that ideas. is for like a president of a of a global company but yeah sure come on in you got some money come hang let's yeah. chat <laughs> yeah so her number one idea was you should hire my daughter and then uh yeah that was that was a very smart idea <laughs> yeah good good call good call on that one <laughs> um yeah but i mean like so we so we ended up having this virtual event and we did it all through zooms and you know that we, we actually did breakout rooms and we had like little smaller groups which and it was it was an amazing event it was scheduled for one hour we went two and a half hours um, which is why maybe I have a little bit more energy tonight than I probably should have because I. I told I told you Jeff wouldn't notice because he's used to seeing you with with drinks in your hand. Yeah, so. Jeff, yeah Brad's like, don't worry, Jeff. Jeff knows what to expect from you. <laughs> but I mean, this is this has been an unusual year, and I'd love to know from from your perspective. I'm really optimistic about what 2021 is going to bring, and I'd love to know from your perspective. You know, you led large major organizations you're now over at achievers which i think what they're doing and and you know i wish more small businesses could take some of those concepts and apply them to what they're doing in their businesses um, but i'd love to know what achievers and yourself have learned from 2020 and you know where you think we are going in 2021 and what people should take from 2020 and apply to 2021 with where hopefully, you know, the world comes back to a new place where we've got a vaccine and we're able to go out and hug people again and see people again. again. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we'll, we'll go back to normal, but it will be a new normal, right? It's never, yeah. this concept of physical office space, I think is dead, at least in the, in the way we understood it in the nine to five way. Definitely, many ways. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd love to know from your perspective, what are the things we should take from 2020 and, it, and embrace in 2021? And what are the things we should toss to the curb and be like, that was just straight out shitty and we don't want that part of what we're doing in 2021? Yeah, I've, um, I've been running these uh, CHRO, so Chief HR Officer roundtables, um, including some, some CEO roundtables. And I think I've done 15 of them now. So um, a, lot of, a lot of companies, big through small, um, between North America and the UK and the core, you know, I'll, I'll ask like what, what there's so much change this year, right? Um, what would you, what have you learned from it and what wouldn't you throw away? What are those, what are those gems that um, are the golden, you know, the golden nuggets of, of, of what we've gone through. And the, I'd say the consistent theme is that, 
the pandemic, I mean, it has affected everybody, right? Maybe some harder than others for sure, but it's affected everybody. And so the way that we all communicate and in particular the way we as leaders communicate is more authentic and transparent and especially initially, but even still so timely. Uh, people were jumping on weekly calls. They had their dogs barking in the background. They, you know, they were dressed down and, and just people felt this, you know, connection to their leadership uh, because of that. And it was breaking down barriers. I mean, much of what we're talking about that you, you, you know, you feel was special about um, our relationship with, with, um, with Intuit was, it, it is what great leadership looks like. So that humbleness, empathy, um, um, transparent communication is something that I, I hope leaders won't, won't go back to the town hall and, you know, the formal ways and um, stay more nimble. The second I'd say is this, um, that focus on you have to be in the office, you need to be, be in by nine, you need, you know, and control, you know, controlled environments. I mean, that's just been, you know, turned upside down. And now people uh, have challenged all those paradigms and, and found that, gosh, it can actually work. I mean, productivity can go up. And so, you know, my, my big push to HR leaders is you've got a loud voice to make sure that we don't go back to the old way. Not, that's not to say that, um, in the office is a bad thing. I, I'm, I, I, I have very mixed feelings about that. We're, we're going to end up in a hybrid zone, but yes, the short of it is, yeah, well, I'll come back to that actually, but, but the short of it is, you know, m make sure you don't carry old, old beliefs into the new world and really be open to what's right for employees and, and what's right for your culture and what's right for your, your customers, of course. Um, and then, I think the third thing is we've seen things like recognition really go up. Right? We know that recognition is a top driver of employee engagement. People want, you know, they want that attaboy um, for the things that they are doing that are aligned to the, the values or where they're going above and beyond. And that's often much, 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 much more powerful than compensation or, you know, an annual performance review that just like constant nudge of like, Hey, you're doing a great job is super meaningful. And so, um, because we're not there to high five or um, uh, say things in the hallway, people have been a lot more thoughtful around giving energy and, and doing that in bigger ways and doing it more frequent. And so I hope we don't lose that either, like that, that connection point around positive energy. Those, those are some of the things. So if I was to wrap that up, it would be, you know, continue to lean in as leaders into authentic, real-time, uh, empathetic communication. Um, find new ways to, to connect and, and, and don't take the old, old view of how work gets done. And then lastly, um, lean into the things that create positive energy, recognition, um, listening to employees, finding new ways to connect. The, these are all things that we've actually, engagement's actually gone up. I don't know if it'll stay up, um, <laughs> but engagement's gone up in Q3 across, you know, pretty much across the board. Um, because of those things. So I hope we don't, I hope we don't lose those. And at the same time, you know, as a leader of a company that, gosh, what, so much of what made us so unique is we'd hang out at the kegerator in the office, right? Or, <laughs> you know, people would go across the gym and do a workout together, or people would, you know, play games that I don't even know how to say them. Um, <laughs> uh, or the band, you know, we had a band. And uh, you just had a band, yeah, oh, a band? awesome band. Oh, so amazing. I mean, we still have it, but they can't really do much in the, in the Zoom world. So, um, so I'm kind of anxious to, to, to get that, um, that office environment back. But of course, we'll do it in a different way. We were always, you know, fairly open to, um, you know, to work, work around your schedule, you know, as long as you're, you're meeting customer needs. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely have a, like, hey, here are days where work from home makes sense. And you can come into the office, but you've got to act like work from home. Yeah. And then we'll have other days where we say, hey, this is Throwdown Thursday. I meet you at the kegerator. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's where we're going to land. But, you know, every company's unique and different in, in their way. But for me, I love just being able to see people and run in the yeah. halls. And I mean, yeah. that's where innovation happens. I like and the so hybrid concept you're saying, because I've actually 
um, been considered for roles in the past where they're super rigid on no, you have to be here at this time and, and very rigid sort of rules about office. And I, I, I was honest with them and said, no, nah, I need some flexibility in my schedule. Cause I was always this guy that got super productive first thing in the morning and I hate traffic. So even though Calgary's traffic's nothing like you guys experienced in, yeah, like in you the don't Toronto have area, <laughs> no, but it's just, it's something I've never <laughs> liked. So I, I work these, I would work these weird hours where I'd come in and work at you know, six, six thirty and leave at about three thirty. And I had access to do my work from home as well. So that if I wasn't around, I had other ways to serve, to serve other people in the company. Um, so that was important to me, but in moving forward, I think people have seen the value. A lot of corporations are seeing the value of giving people the ability to do this, but you touched on a great point, um, Jeff, about doing things with people, seeing people, high-fiving people, that is important. Like Andrew had this, uh, this killer event tonight and I love Andrew's team. I've got to know them through the years. And during the pandemic, they've been doing lots of things to get through this together as a team. And th that's important. He misses his people um, face to face. There's no doubt about team it. Members who've been open about how hard mentally this has been it is hard to be alone. Like we, we have some very social and outgoing team members. Um, and those are the people that have struggled with this um, from a mental standpoint, not being able to hang out. Like I, I've got team members, like, you know, I, I'm thinking of someone in particular uh, who's very, very outgoing person, single in a condo um, by themselves. Um, and this has been their version of hell. Like this is, <laughs> this is li like literally their version of hell because they want to be out, you know, hanging out with people, talking to people, networking, and like as good as Zoom can be and as good as like these virtual, they're not the same, right? We no. all know we, we want- they, like they leave us longing. A lot of times, like, uh, Jeff, the common thread, um, since I, I got involved with this show earlier this year, because as you know, Hector um, Garcia and, and, uh, and Michael Lee were, um, they, they started this, but we commiserate about not mm -hmm. being able to see each other with Andrew and mm -hmm. I it's it's super important because we become so accustomed he's my conference bro I mean when I got <laughs> invited to go to London you know I asked Nick Williams I said can I bring a friend <laughs> you know, and who is this friend one. I said <laughs> I pointed over to Andrew and Andrew was holding court in the middle of the San Jose um, Fairmont uh, lobby bar that we that we love so much yeah. Yeah. And um, he just took a look at him, watched him for a bit, and walked up to him um, and said, hello, Andrew, my name's Nick Williams. Would you be interested in, did I get his name right? Yeah, you did. Nick. You definitely didn't get the accent right, but you got his no. name right. No, <laughs> I, I admit, you know, the, the story, as the story goes, I'd met him and Chris, is it Chris Jones, the new country Chris manager? Evans. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah. They were together. I had no idea who they were. And that's how it all began. Right. The, and yeah. so I said, you know, can I bring Andrew? It's, it's this sort of social side of it. And, and it worked out great. You know, we got paired up with Heather Satterley and Liz Cook or Liz Scott and had a fantastic time. And it was all, you know, they, they just set us on England. England had no idea who we were. <laughs> Um, loud we, crazy they thought we were americans we're like no we're canadians we're somewhere yeah. in between. <laughs> but we you know we had these silly fedoras that mindy king got us as the social media core in, in san funny. jose um yeah. you know of course we took those hats and we got them and you'll remember this jeff because i think it was your last uh connect in toronto we, we did the blues brothers one day oh yeah 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 so you know yeah Oh, although commiserate we're a lot. Laurel and Hardy yeah. now with all the weight Brad's lost. You know, he's down a hundred and some Oh, yeah. You look now. great, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. What's the, what's the secret? Um, I, I started with Noom. Um, it's the, you probably see the app on TV. It, they advertise it. Yes, we were introduced to it at a QB Connect conference. It, it, right. I'd heard about it, but, you know, I never, I mean, I knew that I had to lose some pounds and, and, um, so when I first heard about the ad, it was mildly interesting, but I thought, yeah, yeah, what is it? But when Ashton Kutcher was on the stage and he's, he was an early investor in Noom and he, he's, he's, a lot of people don't know this, but he invests in a lot of startups and he, he talked about it briefly 
And that's that it was in my head at that point, but it really was the pandemic in April or sorry, in March that kicked in. And of course, at that point, I was glued to the TV, watching the news, trying to figure out what the hell is happening in this world mm-hmm. and with a bag of chips in front of me. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, they would talk about the pandemic or the sorry, coronavirus and how um, comorbidities, that's a word I didn't use very often. And they talked about how obesity was one of the worst, the worst um, comorbidities you could have because of the nature of the, of the illness is that when you're heavier, it's harder to fight on so many levels. So it just got me started and I quietly went about it. I, I signed up for a trial with Noom and started using it, but um, it, it really is just eating sensibly, eating less, mm-hmm. learning about portion control. It's a little bit of the Weight Watchers philosophy, I think, or whoever does the counting and, of and calories. Moving, right? Like, dude, you're doing yeah, like 20, it's, it's about moving. Day. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I do about 25,000 right now because my Apple Watch keeps throwing challenges. So I'm doing these power walks all the time. <laughs> I just went out and walked um, 14 kilometers uh, about an hour and a half ago. Just wow. because, yeah, I was a bit behind, but I am leading up to running. Like the one thing I was going to say, if you run, you can go a lot faster. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I'm headed. That's where I'm headed. So, so if we ever do get to go to these conferences again, you guys do those weird runs early yeah. morning runs on three hours run. sleep all right you and chris we'll tannis so, I, I had to I'm ask there. you though are you guys still are you still doing the triathlon thing uh well it's a little hard to do uh, now because everything's canceled oh are you talking about brad no, no i won't be doing you. a triathlon <laughs> yeah brad was on the triathlon guy but you were i can't swim or yeah. shit i remember hearing the stories of your your swimming <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Also known as sinking. Yeah. Also known as sinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell, yeah. Tell us more. What happened? Oh, the rescue. No, I, just, I um. So the first one I did. So so Fudge and I started working out, and um, we although I I think I selectively forget it every January. <laughs> um, I like competitions, and so I would say, okay, you know, let's do a weight loss coming out of December. And so the first one we did, uh, I'm a little off topic here, but the first one we, we, we did, or actually it turned out to be the second, we kind of set the weight and, um, and uh, anyways, I started losing weight. And I think, I think the, the steak was steak, the steaks were steak. So whoever won, um, the other person had to buy them steak. And um, so, <laughs> yeah, so we start working out a lot together. Right. And we're kind of like, kind of not really telling each other what our weight is. And I'm losing weight like crazy. Like I, I don't know, it was the alcohol or the salt over the holidays, but <laughs> it's coming off. So I don't really want to say anything until I get closer. And then he starts egging me on. He's like, oh yeah, you know, this thing's over cage. So <laughs> I, I go into full flight, like I got a win mode. And uh, I had like plan A, plan B, and plan C. Plan C um, had laxatives in a large uh, black plastic bag. Um, I didn't quite get there, but uh, plan, plan B, I basically worked out all day. I cut my nails. I got my hair cut. You know, I, I was losing everything. And I'm taking pictures all along. And then finally he's like, I'm like, yeah, I got there. He's like, yeah, I'm going to give it to you. Stop showing me your ugly feet. <laughs> but anyway, you don't need so, to know how many inches you cut off your toenails today. <laughs> that's right. So we, um, we kept it up and we were, we were just in a good habit. We were running every morning. We'd go work out. Yeah. And then, uh, but it, yeah, but it was totally friendly. Like it was, you know, we were kind of past the competition at that point. And so, uh, we said, well, we need, we need some sort of goal to work towards. And that became the triathlon. And uh, yeah, it was, I, 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 I really enjoyed doing them because it's multi-sport. And of course I, I love spending the time with Chris. Um, but the first one we did was in this lake. And I mean, I literally like went across and across and across and it was just like, everybody was bumping into me and then I get a reprieve. And then the next wave would come and then it would bump into me. He was and getting so laughed by, by people. Oh, it was, oh, it was, oh, it was just so humbling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Swimming even is my hard. wife, my wife, who, who is an Ironman, she, I think I'd got like, it was out kind of round a pylon, down another pylon and back again. And so I was kind of coming around the last pylon that would go towards the shore. And she passed me. She said, yeah, I was swimming along you. I, I was clear you didn't see me there. And I thought, you look like you're going to survive. So I'll just keep going. 
She's give you a little push. She left you there. <laughs> nothing, nothing. I think she was afraid that I might snap out of the zone. But uh, anyways, yeah, I, 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 I missed that. Um, you know, that's one of the things I hope when we get back to normal that we can get into to some regular fitness because it's uh, that's a that's a great sport to do. It's very community centric, and I love doing it. And then Brad, well, when you're in town, we can we can at least do the run together. Well, I'm I'm working up to at it. least a fast I, walk. Um, fast walk. I I've I've maintained a pretty good pace now, and I'm sort of doing intervals where I'll look up to the end of the street and say I'm going to run there. I'm trying to. The thing that that has always turned me off running and being heavier doesn't help is that it's it would pound me right. Yeah. The knees yeah. and the joints. Whereas now because I'm lighter and I'm actually because I'm walking so often all running is, is a really fast walk, you know, and I'm able to find that comfort zone. So I'm leading up to it for that very reason. Yeah. I went out for um, 13 or 14 kilometers, but I was out for a couple hours, which in its own right is nice. It's not the nicest yeah. evening here. It's very wintry tonight, but um, you know, that we've got this, they call it the stormwater pond. A lot of the communities here build these little kind of, um, they're ponds, but they're there to, to regulate water when it gets too high during a storm. And they're a nice place to go. And I got one right near me. It's about maybe two kilometers round trip. And I just went out there and I walked around and around and I changed direction. It was a nice night. I have a podcast on and I really enjoy that time, but it does, you know, I hit this point where it's like, oh shit, I got, I gotta get my steps in or I got this. And so I, I want to be able to get more in and be more concentrated. And I can see myself enjoying running because I'm already even on the short little jaunts. Well, I'm, the one I'm thing is setting yourself up it. with Jeff is maybe not the best running part. No, <laughs> or, or Tannis because I know Tannis runs I run a lot. I yeah. run at any pace. I run at any pace. Well, I... I <laughs> I'll get there for sure. If we had talked a year ago, you guys would all laugh behind my back, but I'm, I'm definitely at a point where my cardio is in way better shape. So um, on that noon front, Andrew has adopted it as well. So we're comparing notes. That, and, and, nice. I'm, and I'm it, nowhere near at Brad's level, like, but I'm inspired by him. And, you know, I, I, you know, when COVID hit, I went, I dove for the chips. I dove for the fast food. I, yeah. I gained a lot of weight. You know, the COVID-19 was not just name yeah. of it it was also the amount of pounds most of us gained in the first few yeah. months yeah um and I, and i was not by any means a small guy to begin with and i I'd, I'd, I'd hit 272 pounds at my peak um and you know like literally was to the point where i couldn't i couldn't go into harry's and and buy a suit anymore they're like yeah so you gotta go big and tall i'm like this is a fucking problem pardon my language I'm, like, I'm not shopping at the big and tall i'm not shopping at the big and tall it ends here gonna have their limits so yeah, when we did limits, get together like, and I'm being like the 48 but it, like yeah. if you don't sir if you if you don't sell my jacket size here i gotta do something about what i'm doing but nice. the big purge is is gotta happen where you know yeah, I was XL and I even hit a point where it was double XL. Now that stuff is all massive and and I've got piles of swag. Yeah. Yeah. So say, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to redo your whole into it swag. This whole new wardrobe. I well I've got fun through came through um this with a box of swag. I did a webinar with them, a joint webinar with them and into it a little yeah. while ago, and they really enjoyed it. They said, Oh, what what size are you? And I was I was pleased to say well, I'm a medium now, and even medium's loose, but it was it's all I got. I got a, a fun through shirt and this wonderful hoodie. And, um, you know, there's so much good swag I have. I'm torn. Cause like, what am I going to do with it now? It still fits me, buddy. Well, <laughs> you know what? I, I am, I'll, maybe not I'll, for not, not I'll for get it not cleaned up and maybe some of the, the best stuff. Cause so I have so much of it that it, it's not really that worn, but, um, you know, I've got sleep shirts, you know, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we we did um, the wife. <laughs> we did QuickBooks Connect virtual a few weeks ago. That's how they did San Jose. Yeah, and uh, Mindy King put together the social media uh, core like she has in the past. Yeah, and she just went into her database and said Brad XL and sent it out um, from yeah. Texas. It showed up and it was you know it was massive, but it was I, a it's a good sleep shirt. So I think <laughs> my favorite shirts from my favorite app partners will definitely survive the cut but yeah it's like okay do i use them for rags you can't really <laughs> donate 
advertising, yeah. right? This is uh, this is third world problems for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the purge is beginning and not just that. I'm going to donate a, a pile of stuff. I got some good, you know, down jackets and things. I was talking yeah. to my wife. Can I sell these things? Well, you can't sell jackets. swag. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but even stuff. just jackets and things. And there's some really good causes out there um, where you can donate you know, coats that are in good condition and they donate to the homeless communities or less privileged people that can't go out and buy it, you know, a $200, $300 down jacket. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to just parcel always, it all out, create big piles and find ways because there are a lot of places that'll take the clothing and they'll sell it or clean it up or, you know, whatever. No, it's always people who can benefit from it. I mean, although yeah. truthfully, my brothers and sisters do give me a hard time. They're like, dude, can't you buy a shirt? <laughs> like, <do you laughs> well, that's the to, problem like, now, right? I don't you have really don't have enough money to buy a shirt. Like every shirt you wear is <laughs> advertising. That's, that's the uh, beauty and, of the marketing. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it works awesome. well. It works yeah. well because we attend these events and uh you know swag becomes a, a big thing and they it's good memories too it's not just you know michelle long did a, a talk in um san jose a few years ago and it, it was very influential on me but she talked about owning your brand and wearing your brand. it like she talks about wearing quickbooks stuff out in public and people come up to her and say i use quickbooks and one thing leads to another and she can find new clients that way yeah. but you know if you have a brand, wear your brand. Be out there. Like when we were in London, remember, Andrew, every accounting firm out there went out there. They were like uniforms. Every firm out there had their own, you know, hoodies or, or suit jackets or something that identified them as being part of their little local team. So, you know, it's good so advice. We get some FNL shirts. <laughs> Get them well, out. I think Andrew, you sent some to Eric. Eric says there's one waiting for me, well, but there, I think it's double XL. My big problem is now I don't have it in your size. <laughs> That's all right. Well, we'll I'm get going to make sure I get you one, but believe it or not. So how about Achievers? Achievers shirts. Do you guys have Achievers swag? <laughs> we do. I, secondly, do you have a Calgary office? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't. Um, Good, good idea for expansion. And uh, after this conversation, I'm going to be talking to Arlene about ordering more swag before the year's out. Yeah. Is that the same Arlene? <laughs> yes, yeah. is good. You work. Yeah. I was just saying earlier to Andrew when when you hadn't logged in yet. I said, Yeah. Well, I normally go that through. That was the mistake. His, his, his yeah, you didn't go through Arlene. <laughs> that's no, that's she's literally wonderful. what I said to him. I'm like, if he had, if you hadn't gone through Rachel, you wouldn't have got an appointment with me That's no right. arlene's wonderful but i um, may not have shown up so i'm like just before we go um you know that was a great memory at connect a few years ago where i had a client that actually attended quickbooks connect once because he happened to be in silicon valley and he had just started using quickbooks so he went to connect and i had no idea he was even there he wasn't even really a client yet and yeah. uh he, he came out and he said you know can i can i meet jeff kate <laughs> And I said, well, I can try and went through Arlene and she just made it happen. And to this day, Jeff, I'll always appreciate the time you gave my client. Cause if you recall, my client does a pretty cool, he's in a pretty cool business. He does mascots for professional sports. Oh yeah. Franchises. Yeah. I remember, remember that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. just wanted to talk to you about yeah. some, some ideas he had and, and you yeah. were so busy. This is connect. And this was, uh, yeah. and you made the time for him. And that was, uh, yeah. that's the Brad Smith way. And you and like you, you and Brad Smith exemplified that way of we are never too big. We are never, um, too important yeah. to talk to the community. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's had so much value to us. And, and we are, believe it or not, surprise, surprise out of time, but Jeff, any parting words yeah. for the community before, uh, before we go? Uh, you know, I, th I think I would leave on, uh, I miss you, uh, such a great Likewise, group. Buddy. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm proud of, I'm proud of, um, the part we played and the community it's there and, um, uh, I hope everybody's doing well and yeah, I miss you all, but, uh, happy holidays, rest up and, uh, goodbye 2020. Yeah, thank good riddance. 2021 <laughs> yeah. is going to be yeah. the year. We right? can't wait to have 2020 yeah. hindsight on 2020, can't we? Right. So, so next week, it. next week we have Niall Carter Gray on again. She's uh, there for the full hour. Uh, we're going to have kind of a recap episode. She's had a big, big part of 
of my year in many ways, all virtual, but uh, yeah, Naya will be on. And then we're done, we're done for, for the year. For the year. We're, we got we're already got some great guests in January and Amazing Jeff, guest thank you. Thank you so much for uh, accepting our invitation. We've been really looking forward to this one. It's great to see you, buddy. Um, if you're ever in Calgary, let's find a way to throw on some masks and social distance and at least say hello and and then and go maybe for a, a run later. Yeah, we'll go, go for, for a run. run. <laughs> yeah, you will be social distancing all right because you'll be yeah. way over a block away. And I'm like, Come on, man, around. slow down. Oh, well, thank you, Jeff. Awesome. It really has been an honor. We appreciate you. Stick around if all you've right. got a moment and we'll, we'll hang around the after show. And, and thank you, everybody, for joining us live. And we'll see you guys back see you next, next week. week. Bye for see now. Yeah.